1: For the Record acknowledges that right now we are broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded and this always was, always will be Aboriginal land.
2: You're tuned into For the Record on FBI Radio 94.5 and it is an absolute pleasure to be listening to E4E's debut record Coldstream Road with you this week.
1: We've got the man behind the record coming through to unpack its making, talk about the process behind it and some very unfortunate uh, story about nearly losing the whole album. So stay tuned. Romy's going to be joining us just after this. It's the FBI Radio Supporter Drive and we are asking you to help us bring it home for Sydney Music Arts and Culture by becoming an FBI supporter at fbiradio.com slash support. If you sign up today, you will go into the running for the huge day prize, which is a $500 voucher to spend at JD Sports. Any JD Sports of your choosing gets your hands on some activewear or new shoes just in time for summer.
2: JD Sports offers up a massive range of global footwear and sporting fashion brands. Sort yourself out with a massive new fit. Hitting the street or just lounging around at home, they have stores in Parramatta, Blacktown, Macquarie, Pitt Street Mall, and many, many more. JD Sports has you covered for a new head-to-toe look.
1: The prize is going to be drawn today on Arvo's with Darren Lasagas from 5.30, so get in now, get in early, why not? FBIradio.com slash support. Become a supporter or renew. And a big shout out to JD Sports who are proud sponsors of FBI Radio.
2: On that note, we're going to jump on into the start of the E4E record. This one is called Country. You're tuned into FBI Radio. So good.
1: On this huge, huge release. It almost feels like a long time coming. I'm pretty sure if I can remember back correctly, when I first started um, volunteering and helping out at FBI, one of the first things that I was tasked with doing was preparing, like, this on-air um, cart of, like, new music ads that came And I... Yeah losing my mind over
0: really
1: yeah over the like the synth chord and how you like really stretched it and pull it out to me it always sounded like <laughs> an awe. um and oh, so like, it's cool. definitely been a very very long time coming
2: yeah this feels kind of like yeah. a defining, defining moment for you as an artist well i made a
0: what i thought was an album when i was like 16 or 17 so it feels like my second album <laughs> And I think I've made albums that are bodies of work that are as long as this one, Um, I think, like, maybe two or three times. But nothing I've put as much effort into Right. as this one.
1: How does it feel having it out?
0: It feels good. I mean, I put it out so long ago, it just feels normal now. But it feels good. I don't really know. How to explain it. It feels once I finished it, it was like, oh, let's finish. And I was hoping that people would like it, but I knew that there's a lot of people that wouldn't like it. So I don't know. Hey, I try not to get too I try not to think about that shit too much. Are let's
2: you you're much. the kind of artist that um once you've finished something you're straight on to the next thing or do you do you like to have like a bit of breathing room? Um no,
0: when I finished the album, I started recording an EP like the week after. Right. Because I got heaps excited about new songs. And so I don't know if I'll actually use that, but it exists. Mm. Uh, it's like all vibraphones and acoustic guitars and stuff. I definitely um, like just moving on because um I try not to repeat myself and I feel like if I just dwell in the same spot, I'll just end up making the same shit over and over again. I'll, I don't know. I want to keep my relationship with music um, present, I guess.
2: How how do you reckon um, Coldstream Road compares to um, your previous EPs? Do you reckon it is there any kind of like correlation between them, or are they completely separate bodies of work?
0: They feel pretty different. Yeah, they feel. Uh, it feels just because I'm older. It feels like Coldstream Road's a bit more mature. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they feel different. I feel like, I feel like there's one part of me that thinks it's better than all the other stuff, but it's also another part of me that sees music as more of not like a development, but more so just doing different stuff. Mm.
2: As from like an perspective, it definitely feels like the natural progression of, of E4E as a project. Like, it kind of feels like every everything that you were hinting at with those EPs... Yeah. You, you ...delivered, like, in spades with this record. So, yeah. Congratulations doesn't even... Doesn't even begin to... Um, <laughs> ...tell you what we think of this record. It's very, very, very good. Oh,
0: cool. I'm glad you like it. I just... I, I wasn't sure if people would like it because in my head, it feels pretty... I mean, compared to the other stuff, it feels kind of bare and... Um, simple in all (laughs) spots but i kind of like
3: Break right, up
2: gold right there up before it was the track wolves then we started it all off with wild nocturne you're tuned into for the record where we're hanging out with Rummy from e4e
1: it's the fbi supporter drive sign up at fbiradio.com support to bring it home for sydney now we're going back to Rummy. um talk us through how you basically lost everything and had to <laughs> reput it back together.
2: I can't. I can't even imagine yeah. that, what your, Give your mind was kind of going through when you when you realized that that it
1: happened. Give us the yeah. full story.
0: Full story. Well, before while I was making that album, uh, me, Nora, Big Ratto, and Little Ratto were playing the album songs live. Um, so we, it was just all Stream Road songs, mm. and we had the idea of going to a studio so someone could just record us playing live. So we like captured, cause it did sound different than the album. So we're just like, Oh, we should, you know, like while we're hot, we should record this. And so we went to the studio and recorded. it. We played it twice through the set. Um, and it didn't sound that good because the guy from the studio didn't really try that hard. I don't think he was like ready for it. You know what I mean? Right.
4: Like,
0: recording your life band like especially with electronic stuff and the live effects on my vocals um but yeah and then so we were driving home and i guess we were feeling i don't know i was feeling a bit like oh maybe that wasn't as good as it could have been and i guess that sort of made me feel out of sorts and i just left my bag on top of the car while we were driving home and i don't even remember if we drove back to look for it um, I just looked for it the next day. I called the dude and I was like, have you seen my bag? And he's like, no. But, and then the next day, I I didn't have to go to work, which was good. And I went looking for it. Um, and then I didn't find it for like that day. And then the next day, someone said they found my wallet, which was in my bag um and then i went to where they said they found it and i found it like all smashed up and stuff damn my phone not that i of about my phone my notebook with heaps of shit in it i actually have a bit of that notebook
1: i was just gonna say were you surprised by because you've it's been written that you just very quickly were just like all right well i've got to go back and re-record this did it feel strange that it it didn't seem to affect you as much as maybe other people would have thought it would?
0: What do you mean? Like, did I feel...
1: Well, I, I imagine if I was in your position, I would have been completely, not necessarily a wreck, but just would not be able to stop thinking about all of this stuff that I would have lost. And yeah. it would be for, I think, a lot of people... Distressing to go through, and the idea of having to try and do it all over again, and
0: yeah, well, redo it. The good thing. The good thing was I was. There was a couple of factors. I was recording the acoustic guitars and the vocals at my uni, and using their using their computer. And the only way I could get that stuff from their computer onto my computer was AirDrop. So all the stuff was actually all that stuff was on my computer. So I had the acoustic guitar and vocal takes, but I ended up redoing a lot of those anyway. And since we were playing it live, I had a few of the samples on my sampler, like Susan. And the rough mix of Luke Drive-By was on my desktop. So I just re- didn't redo that. I just left it like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought it was – I was like, oh, fuck it. I just got to do it again, you know. And I just committed to doing it and – I feel like the way I think about music kind of helps me not worry about it too much. Cause it is just, you know, recording is just that the way you play that song that time, you know, mm. and I knew how exactly I wanted it to be. And I was, it was kind of calm because it could have been done already. And it could have been like on like a Google drive link or something. If I had been more direct about it, like there wasn't anything really to decide. It was just, like nitty sort of things. And I was like, well, you should have finished it while it was hot, you know. So now I try to do shit while it's hot, you know.
3: drives by
2: Kicked it all off with Solar. Luke drives by. Was in the middle there, and then you're hearing the ends of Susan. We've been listening to Coldstream Road, the debut album by Newcastle's E4E. Um, for obvious reasons, you haven't been able to do um, a traditional kind of tour off the back of um, the record, which kind of sucks. But I feel like, especially from what we've seen online of the shows you're doing at the um, the Bowling Club, they looked amazing, and it almost looked like yeah, was-
0: in the Playhouse.
2: Yeah. It, cast. It, it it I feel like that kind of more curated um show mm. suits you. Like I like, yeah. and and maybe that wouldn't have happened had you know we been able to do traditional shows. Um yeah. how, how are playing those shows for you?
0: They've been awesome. I've been playing it's the first time me, Nora and Dougie have played. Dougie's my housemate plays drums now, have played in this sort of iteration. And they've felt awesome, like we've worked on the songs, made songs, made a set, the visuals are really important, done that everyone's gotta shut up for forty five minutes so we can actually play you know not that i don't I don't mind people talking if they want to, like I don't want to stop them talking, but I feel like in a lot of a lot of shows, we've just been almost falling on deaf ears because people aren't people aren't coming out to hear you know. 30-minute, Lake dawns, you know.
1: How would you describe how different these shows are? I remember we watched you with your whole, like, one-man setup up at the Bloody Marley Bar years ago now. Mm. How much different are these shows? Obviously, you've got a full band. Uh, full band.
0: Full two other people. It's one guitarist and one drummer. So it still uses the samples right now. Um, it's different. I mean, there's guitar, a lot of acoustic guitar... Yeah, it's different, but it's not that much different. Oh, they're just the Cold Steam Road songs right now. Like, we're not playing much else. It's kind of faithful, but I feel like gold is really taken on to its own. And Wind Nocturne feels a bit more rough but in a good way. Lake Dawn always feels different every time. So,
2: Would you ever want to expand past the three piece you have right now? Do you have like a vision of? playing with eight other people or kind of going wild at the same time?
0: Nah, I don't like, I don't like, because I don't know eight other people that I want to play music with, (laughs) but if I did, I would. Yeah. I don't. If you look at something for long enough.
3: Something coming in at
1: the draw for today's huge day prize, a big $500 voucher from JD Sports if you become an FBI Radio supporter at our website, fbiradio.com slash support.
2: So jump on now, sign up, help keep Sydney Music, Arts and Culture alive and keep us up on the air, where we can keep bringing you all the good stuff like Romy.
1: And we can keep championing the best in local music, arts and culture. What have been some of your favourite or what really comes into your mind first when you think of like favorite moments or some key memories in writing this record? You mentioned a lot of the songs have taken years to put together.
0: Uh, I don't know about years, but like they're some of them are like two years old, but they wouldn't have taken years to. Doesn't take that long.
4: <laughs> right.
0: I wish it did. They'd probably be better. But um. You know what I mean. Uh, I remember. I remember. There's a few memories that have been important to me as like a songwriter. Like I remember "Gold wabi, or as we call it "Wabi Sabi." Um, I thought it was bad when I wrote it, and I was like, "It's just a boring, boring, really boring song." <laughs> but I, I recorded it anyway. Like I kept it, created the demo, and then I came back a week later and I was like, "This song's awesome." Yeah, it's probably my favorite song so that taught me that i don't even know what i like when i'm writing it so just finish the song I'm
2: um i want to it. talk a little bit about <laughs> lukewarm, um which might be my favorite on the record i think it's sorry not Luke, no, oh, lukewarm lukewarm
0: that's it's good i'm to cool like that it's probably my,
2: probably my favorite song on the record and Might even be my favorite song that you've ever written. I think it's like Mm. such an interesting, expansive and progressive track, which you can really kind of get lost in. And I don't know if, obviously a lot of your music kind of does have that kind of weight to it, but I don't really think you've ever kind of made a song quite like this. How Mm. how did that song come about?
0: The core of the song, I remember, I just couldn't sleep one morning. Like it was like four, five, like 4.30 or five. And so I just got up and started messing around with my guitar and made up that chord progression and melody. and then It came together slowly. I feel like it has that sort of, it has a lot of time behind it to like become something big. Or mm. something like loose drive wise, is like, just this one thing being like, bam, record it. That's it, you know? Yeah. And Gold's like that as well, like bam. And then we started playing it. I started playing it, and I was, and I was like, I just want this section to just go on forever. Um, if yeah. It, I still want to play a show where we just play Lake Dawn for like Dawn That would be sick. Hour. That
2: would be so. So what? Just like the beginning and the end and the middle.
0: Yeah. Like Forty yeah. minutes yeah. or something. Mm. That
2: would be cool. I feel we like played it a for. I, good idea for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, we played it for. I think we have played it for at least twenty-five minutes before, which feels. Because I love bands that do that stuff,
4: yeah.
0: but I wanted to—I wanted to make that sort of song for a long time, like a black hole song. Because a lot of people I like, like Can and Pink Floyd, they do that where it's a song and then the song just destroys itself
4: yeah. and yeah.
0: then comes back up. And but I didn't want it to just, you know, sound like a can song. Not that I could ever do that.
1: It's very but I'm accurate.
0: glad. That, what's that?
1: very echoes it like completely dissociates in itself and just like
0: yeah 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 I wanted it to feel like my own sort of version of that song I'm talking about this the other night like black hole song
1: mm. it really is like think about how it starts with this like just one like sonar alarm that then turns into it, it... I always felt like it sounded like towards the end the like rebirth of a sunrise
0: oh that's nice that's yeah. really nice. <laughs> what?
1: Well, yeah. yeah. yours for a long time now you've played many a thing to do with whether it's like an FBI created event or you're being um, shared with like an independent artist spotlight section Um, I think it it goes without saying you know FBI is a really big fan of yours and that includes us with this album coming out on Spunk Records which is a huge local label what Can you say or can you tell us a little about what having the station's support as an artist has meant to you?
0: Oh, it's been awesome for for a number of reasons. Like, it's awesome to – I remember when I put out my first EP, it was like, oh, they're playing it on FBI. Like, that's so crazy that they play this type of music on a radio station. I don't really know what FBI was at the time. I don't know much about that. But when we're in Sydney now, like, we always listen to FBI because FBI's sick. And so from a listener's perspective, it's like I'm on this sick radio, you know, which is I think is that's the way I think about putting out music and like if I'm going to put out music, like I wanted to think of myself as a listener and be like, what is cool, you know, what would I want this band to do? And being on FBI is just like the coolest thing ever, pretty much. Probably the best radio station.
2: Definitely Um,
0: keep that in there. In the end. Keep it in keep it in it is but because it's in it's like volunteers independent like you're just doing it and you're just playing the stuff that you that people genuinely like and that's that's the shit it's the real shit and that's what makes it so cool you know mm-hmm. and so for those people to like like my music and support it has been like you know big big uh, it reminds me that it's probably worth sharing my music, that sort of thing happening. Is and I feel like they them asking me to do the 15th birthday party, I was like, why the fuck am I playing with Tropical fuck Storm?" <laughs> and like, I found out who Slimset was that day. And I was
2: like, oh my God,
0: this band is awesome. Like to play, you know, this, yeah,
2: yeah. Quick little plug. If you love E4E, as much as we love E4E, you should head along to the Coldstream Road launch happening this weekend. Um, board Shorts in Support should be very, very cool. Early show at 6.30 or if you want to stay up a little bit later, 9.30 is the second show. Very, 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 very interesting.
1: We'll pop a link to get tickets on the program page. It's happening at the Lansdowne. Excellent.
2: If you've heard us talking about um, <laughs> Romy's live set during this interview, you know exactly what you're in for, so you won't want to miss this one. And
0: visuals by
2: Dave Log on the night as well. Oh, really? Hell wow. yeah! So you have no, you have no excuse not to come to the show <laughs> to buy a ticket.
1: That's all we've got time for today. On for the record, from Rum Mountain and Lake Dawn, we're going to leave you with the last track, Swan Reach Road, from E4E's debut album, Coldstream Road. Been an absolute pleasure chatting to rummy Big big thank you for the ticket details for this Saturday show at the Lansdowne at fbiradio.com which is also where you will find how to become an FBI radio supporter.
2: Click on the donate button and become a supporter and help keep us alive. But on that note we will see you next week.
1: Give it up for Kiki and Berber on lunch. You're an FBI?
3: God